0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of JRP Daily, my daily podcast. My name is Justin, and I'm going to be talking to you about things, and I'm going to get right into the today's thing very quick. Let's go. Okay, first of all, guys, this is my 20th episode of this podcast, which I think is pretty cool. It doesn't feel like I've done that many already, but I have. so. Yay. I wanted to give myself credit for that. Second of all, I want to get started today right with my social stuff so I don't have to worry about doing it later. So if you are listening to these podcasts and you're not following me on the internet, shame on you. Okay. Go and follow me online um, at justinrp56 on Instagram and Facebook and at jjustinrp on Twitter. And also check out my website, justinrp.com for businessy stuff and affiliate marketing stuff. And also probably my social links are pasted around there somewhere as well as they will be down in the description of this podcast. I don't know if they will be links per se down there, but I'll at least give you the tag so you know how to spell them and you can check back and remember them and that kind of thing. So that being said, let's talk about a thing today. Today's thing that I'm going to talk about is kind of an extension of what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I did a whole episode on taboo and how we don't really talk to each other anymore and how I think it's weird that we don't and how I think that In a lot of cases, we probably should. And what I said, if you listened to that episode yesterday, what I was basically talking about the whole time was how we are just too afraid to offend anybody. We are too afraid to disagree with people nowadays. And I think it is slowly but surely just like deteriorating our abilities to like one another and to get along with one another. Because ironically enough, the reason that we can't seem to get along with anyone Or anything nowadays is because we're too scared to talk about it, and we're too scared to disagree with each other. And in a weird kind of sense, I think if we would disagree with each other more often, it would actually help us come together. That's a bold claim to make. I get that. I totally get that. That's a bold claim to make. But um, in a in a weird sort of sense, I do think that that's the way it works. Because here's the thing: what happens when we're too afraid to disagree with each other, and we try to agree with each other on everything? Well, let's let's set the stage first. Let's get one thing, very simple, straight, forward. We do not all agree with each other. I do not agree with everything that you say, no matter who you are listening to this right now. I don't care who you are. I do not agree with everything that you say. I disagree with things that you say all the time. And the fact of the matter is, if we don't talk to each other about it, what gets done? Literally nothing. Nothing gets done if we don't talk out these problems. And, and you know, a lot of times you can argue that A lot of times, even when we do talk out these problems and such, that nothing gets done either. You know, we've been, you know, we as a country in America. Again, if I have foreign listeners, that's very, very cool. But I'm in America, so I'm going to talk about America. Um, You know, we've been talking about gun reform for like years and years and years and years. And what have we accomplished with that? Well, almost nothing. But um, to my point, if we don't talk to each other about things, then then there's not even a chance of anything getting accomplished, right? There's there's, there's, there's no chance. Okay, disagreement is very important in our lives. I think it is super, super important. Without disagreement, we can't have conversations. Imagine if you went and you were watching the news in a world where everyone just agreed with each other, and the anchor got on the air and said, like, well, yep, this is happening. Here's what we should do about it. And everybody else in the world was like, yep. How how boring would that be? Like, honestly, how how I don't want to live in that world. I really don't. I really kind of like the competitive world that we already live in, in this sense. And I love being able to talk to people that disagree with me. I'm waiting for the day that you guys start sending in messages to me disagreeing with me so that I can go on and just completely chew you out and tell you why you're wrong. No, not really. Okay. I mean, I probably will do that to some extent, but people have good points to make. Nobody's brain is really capable of viewing everything from every point of view. There are no right answers sometimes. Okay. Some things are just awful by nature. Some things are just paradoxical. Some things are just, you know, serendipitous type of of situations that we just can't get around no matter what we do. So, Feel free to disagree with people. That is the moral of the story, okay? So going off of that, here's here's where I think it really does damage. Well, I already kind of explained why I think it does damage. Here's where it does good. okay, if i I like to talk, i I just like to talk to people that don't agree with me about things because I love arguing. And I think I think humans as a whole like to disagree with each other and then at the same time, like to act like, we don't like to disagree with each other, but the, the reason that politics is so, so huge, everybody loves politics. It's so weird how we say we hate it, and then so many of us have our heads wrapped up in these controversial issues and wrapped up in the news and, you know, wrapped around one news source instead of another because, you know, that's the one that we think is right. This, that, and the other. We absolutely love disagreeing with each other, but for some reason we're still too scared to actually disagree with each other in person. We've come to a point where we only like to disagree with each other uh, on social media and just in our own heads. And we like to we like to make these these arguments in our heads and say, haha, if this person were here right now and told me this, I'd tell them that. And I'd win the argument because I'm awesome, and also because I'm not going to make up a rebuttal in my own conscience because that would make me feel worse about myself. So like, it's very weird. It is very weird that we do things like that and that. and it's also what else is weird is how many of us think we're so right about things, but we just won't tell people at all. Like, I know it's always very known for people to be super passionate about things. And like you, you can admit to yourself right now, if you're one of these, but how many of you know, or are the person that, uh, that only talks about politics to like your close family members, or you only talk about it behind closed doors, or you only talk about it this, that, and the other. Exactly. Okay. You are probably one of those people. Or I mean, someone listening to this is probably one of those people And on the other hand, and again, there are all kinds of justifications to try to be made for that. You know, I've heard, oh, I run a business, so it's a bad idea for me to get into politics. Wrong. I know plenty of businesses that are 10 times as successful as they would be if they didn't get into, I'm not saying it's right for every business. Okay. I'm not saying, you know, like if I, I don't know, it's not very good but i honestly i do not think it hurts your business i think there are a reasonable or there is a decent amount of reasonable people in existence that won't stop giving you business because of things you say and if you look at really really big businesses some of them are still doing just fine without being burdened by the way that they are politically. Okay, Twitter is still huge, even though we all know by now that they are an extremely left-leaning company. Uh, Same thing with Facebook. Okay, and then there's also businesses. You know, there are some that are the other way. There are, of course, obviously political papers and businesses that are just popular specifically for, you know, choosing sides and arguing with people. You know, like, yeah. So... There's all of that, and there's another idea just out of my head, but there are just so many people out there that would not, it's not hurting your business to say who you are. Okay, the news channels do it all the time, and that's exactly what's keeping them in business. That is the only thing that is keeping them in business, literally. Okay, nobody, nobody really cares nowadays what's actually going on in the world. They care more about what people think of what's going on in the world and that's why cnn and fox news are just like you know the go-to news stations for everybody and nobody's really watching i don't even know i don't even know what unbiased news stations exist out there in the world because you you have to have a bias to attract an audience there's this there's this little marketing tactic i've heard talked about on other podcasts before that um it's actually a really good point i think i think it was probably andy Forsella. As it always seems to be, but what is what he says is is that um, one of the one of the keys to marketing that he's learned from running his business is that you're never going to please everybody. Okay, it's about finding the people that are on your side and pleasing. It's it's literally about trying to please fifty percent of people. That is the ultimate goal. If you're trying to please a hundred percent of people, it's just not going to work because You can't do it. You know, people have polar opposite opinions sometimes. So it's about finding the people that agree with you and tailoring yourself or your business or whatever as much to those people as you can and getting the full force of that side of the equation. So let me give you just an easy example. Okay, let's take a really biased I mean, let's just take CNN, okay? Let's take CNN, and let's take Fox News. Literally, both of these uh, news stations are probably doing pretty, you know, I did not do research on this, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing they're doing around the same, you know, they have around the same amount of success. Uh, Show business is very confusing, by the way, so I don't even know how you would measure success in these two cases, but they're both probably doing fairly well fairly similar in success because CNN is targeting the left and Fox News is targeting the right it's that simple and the thing is is that they don't try to cross into each other Fox News Fox News is not spending their time saying mm, i mean we've already captured the uh, we've already captured the right side of the political spectrum well, i wonder what we can do to try and capture some of the left because as soon as you start trying to capture some of the left you lose the right. You know, that's how it works. That's how that, that how, that's how that goes. They're not trying to please everybody. They are trying to get the attention of every right-winged citizen that they can find. CNN is vice versa. No matter how much you think, you know, no matter which one you watch and you think that it's unbiased, I'll tell you right now, it is not unbiased. Both of those stations, every station, just about every station that you probably listen to is biased one way or another. Don't try to tell me that they're unbiased. It's You're not reading accurate stuff if you're reading these reports that say that they're unbiased. So, that being said, where was I going? Okay, but yeah, it's it's about trying to capture all of your market share, basically. Which is not, your market share is not everybody. Okay, it's about trying to capture everybody that you can get a hold of this is what i think was one of the uh one of the biggest issues in the 2016 presidential election that uh, we found because now we're now we're in this situation where nobody really seems to like our president we're all kind of like how did he become our president well first of all because of the electoral college let's that's, that's the that's the very easy passive like oh let's blame that that's why but um that system's in place for a reason it's a good system and you can try to change my mind on that. Maybe you will. I'm not going to change my mind based on the next time it goes not in my favor. But yes. So let's not blame that. What I think really happened, or ball well, a part of what really happened in that election, was that we had one candidate, you know, we had Donald Trump, right? We had him on the right, and he knew how to market himself, first of all. Okay. That's, that's what the guy has literally done his whole life is built his personal brand and learned how to make people like him. And it's not even him. It's just his name. You know, he just plastered his name on the side of buildings. He just did all this. He's so good at personal branding. He's not really from what I've seen, you know, I, I don't know if he is or not, but I haven't seen any, anything that tells me he's good at he's great at economics or that he's great at real estate or that he's great at any of that other stuff he's into what I have seen that he is great at is promoting himself and promoting his own name. That's what he was meant to do. And I think that's what helped him ultimately become president of the United States was that he just kind of came in here. I don't know where everybody loved him and he, and he, he had that, he, he, he understands that 50, 50 concept that I was just kind of talking about, he came in and he managed to get 50% of people, probably probably even a little less, but he came to get, let's say, 40% of people in the United States to like him, to vote for him. Now he's the president. What happened on the other side, on the left side, is that you had this tear between Hillary Clinton and between Bernie Sanders, and that just really, you know, it broke the section into two smaller sections. So since, you know, we broke that, since they were more focused, first of all, you know, they're kind of more focused on trying to get everybody to like them, I would say. And what happens there is that, but ultimately what happened is that we just, the the left side got split right into two. It was just immediately you know, diminished their chances of actually getting either one of them up to where they wanted to be. Because okay, we're so if you can get fifty percent of people or even around fifty percent of people, that's what you should be aiming for. Okay, I see it in political eyes all the time. Or um Well, I don't know, because this is kind of going a different direction. But uh I do think it's a good idea to try to, like, just know your audience, know who your customer is or know who you're trying to market yourself to or your product to or whatever before you go out and actually start marketing it. Because first of all, you're not going to get very far if you keep flip-flopping your whole life. You know, if I'm a company that says, I think this one day and I think this the next day and I think this again the next day you're going to start to just kind of shake everybody off because they're going to be like, okay, well, this guy isn't consistent. He clearly doesn't have beliefs. He's clearly just trying to sell to me and that's all that he's doing. So that's a bad idea in and of itself. What you have to do is just, you have to know your customer. You have to figure out what they want. Okay, you kind of have to put yourself in them their shoes and you have to decide on what your values are, what your mission is, And if it pisses other people off, then let it piss other people off. That is end of story, okay? You cannot run, you cannot operate very successfully if you can't just simply piss other people off, okay? Because marketing is just as much about turning people away from your business as it is getting them in, okay? If you're targeting, I'm trying to think of a good example here, but if you're targeting Let's say like, I don't know, you have some new product, some new like advanced technology product, and you are targeting specifically people between the ages of 18 and 24, Okay, you have some product that is designed specifically for these people, then you want to make sure you do not have 30-year-olds, 60-year-olds, or 10-year-olds coming in. To your marketing scheme. Okay, you do not want to pay for that traffic because it is a waste of your time and you do not care what those people think. Okay, if it's targeted towards millennials, then don't be saying stuff about how the baby boomer generation is better because there goes all of your market share. And the baby boomers are going to be happy with your message, but they don't give a shit about your product or your service or whatever that thing is that I'm talking about that you were trying to promote to them. So don't waste your time trying to get a hold of people that you are just not going to be able to get a hold of. Okay, It is not about getting a hundred percent of people, and it is not about people agreeing with you. It is about finding out who your customer actually is and then targeting it specifically to them. i've done I've done many of these exercises in my businesses where you know it's like you're always always the first goal before you even like design your offer is finding out who you're trying to sell it to because that is ultimately what you're going to do. And then you want to tailor it to them. Okay. You don't want to make a thing and then try to make people like it. You want to find a person, you want to know what they like, and then you want to tailor your thing to them so that they do like it. Okay. This is, this is one of those lines between businesses that become successful and between businesses that just completely flop. And like I always say, you know, ideas get, you know, where. If you have the best idea in the world, you think it's the best idea in the world, but nobody else thinks it's the best idea in the world or nobody else wants it, then you're not going to be able to sell it. And if you're not able to sell it, then you don't have a business, my friend. Okay, that is how all of that plays out. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start wrapping this up a little bit early today, but I'm getting back to the point of what I was trying to make right at the beginning, and then I went off on just a huge tangent, is that we have to stop being so afraid of disagreeing with people. We have to be so, f- stop being so afraid of people disagreeing with us. Okay, I personally, I want people to disagree with me. I love when people disagree with me because it means, A, that they have an opinion and that they can think for themselves. Selves? For themselves. Um. B, well, I mean, everything kind of falls under A there, okay? If you disagree with me, that's good in the sense that you can think for yourself that you are not afraid to voice your own opinion, and that that's basically it. you know, and if you're smart enough, you can tell me otherwise, and you can change my mind. My mind is open to change. It just doesn't happen often because people are not persuasive enough to change my mind, and people don't if another thing, I just want to bring this up real quick. If you don't listen to someone at all, They're not going to listen to you at all. I I get into so many just like little, even like petty arguments and some big arguments, you know, arguments of all kinds where people, it's like I tell them something. They're just like, no, that's not how it works. And I'm like, yes, it literally is. And like nine times out of 10, I'm not even trying to like tell them to agree with my opinion. I'm just trying to get them to find common ground. And it's like everything, everything I say, they're like, nope. You're wrong. It's because it's like all they wanna do is make me be wrong. And I'm like, we have to find common ground somewhere. If you can't find common ground, then the argument's gonna go nowhere. Nobody's gonna change their mind about everything anything because if you don't listen to me, I don't listen to you. Like it's as simple as that. And it, it really goes both ways. People need to learn that pretty much everything is a two-way street in an argument. You know, if if you think if your best argument is is just no, you're wrong, then the other person can tell you the same thing. Because if you don't need validation, they don't need validation. If you don't need facts, they don't need facts. If you don't need evidence, they don't need evidence. You know, you you have to find a way to win with things going both ways. Some people have just god-awful arguing strategies that they try to use. And maybe I'll make another episode about that someday. Because now that I think about it, that's really, really prevalent in my mind. But back to where we were. Feel free to disagree okay come start sending me in messages or emails or whatever because i want to start doing q and a's pretty soon if i can uh, get the audience to actually ask me questions and and if you happen to be listening to this like years down the road and you're like oh well this was made like you can still send me questions okay i i'm i'm still up for that i promise yeah i promise so that's it guys really you know stop being so afraid to disagree with people stop being so afraid for people to disagree with you cuz it really just makes you a little nobody when you're too afraid to have an opinion and you're too afraid to use your own brain and you're too afraid to think for yourself so on and so forth and nobody's going to care about you nobody's going to care what you have to say okay even people that you you think of someone in your head that you disagree with right now you just disagree with wildly okay the fact that that person came to your mind goes to show that them having an opinion that is completely the opposite of yours still makes you care about them okay you still they're still in your brain they still hold some part of your life basically even though they wildly disagree with you they're they're somebody because of it okay if you sit around being quiet or if you sit around you know just trying to avoid all disagreement you are gonna end up being a nobody and that's it and just nobody's nobody's gonna care to do anything i mean already nobody cares to do anything nobody cares you know to like really do anything about your opinion. And if they do, then they're just little pieces of shit. So that's all I've got. I hope this brought some sort of light to your world. And I kind of hope more people, as a result of everything I ever say on any of these episodes, start being a little bit smarter, start being a little bit more open, and start being a little bit less afraid of doing whatever it is that society is telling them to not do. Because in the end, it's all It's just all bullshit. So I'm going to see you guys tomorrow with some new topic.